Today I want to talk about the trials and tribulations of being a martial arts influencer. I have to start by saying I don't see myself as any kind of martial arts influencer. That was what we in the game call clickbait. I don't know if that's what they call it, but that's what I'm calling it. Um, I'm not an influencer. And I suppose I wanted to have a conversation about what it's like to podcast about martial arts, to have a YouTube and put yourself on online. Um, I decided to do it a few years ago, and if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know the reasons why I started, and it was very mundane. I just felt like I wanted to have conversations with myself, really. I wanted to say the kind of things that I needed to hear, and it kind of grew from that. It's been an interesting road for me because I have always struggled with self-esteem, and it's weird because when you think about it, like I'm away from my family, another part of the country, sitting in a hotel room as we speak, as I record this, and talking about yourself and about something that you enjoy is such an odd thing, let alone martial arts. And martial arts, as we know, is full of people who have opinions. And it is very hard to record yourself and then have to listen back to yourself and edit and do all these sorts of things and then don't get me started about doing YouTube videos. I know that probably for some people it's very easy but I find it actually quite confronting. I've never been a huge fan of the way that I look or the quality of my karate or my technique and so I guess it's a little bit of a trial by fire putting stuff out where other people can freely for want of a better word, shit on it if they feel like it. And don't worry, people do. Genuinely, the feedback that I get is really quite positive, which I'm really appreciative for. When I first started doing it, to be honest, I, I did look at the comments. I did read all the comments, and um, when people would come back with some really unflattering stuff, I'd take it really personally, and I promised myself I wouldn't do it again. But I guess I like doing it, and the reason that I like doing it is because, yeah, I, I love the martial arts, I love the kind of conversations that it starts and the friends that I've made through it. Whether or not I guess I'm any good at it is kind of not my problem in terms of how that's perceived. I put stuff up about my kobudo, about my karate, about grappling and all the stuff that I try and do. And I don't hold myself up as an expert at any of that stuff, but I really enjoy doing it. It is really confronting when you have to edit that stuff, though. It's never an easy task because, to be totally honest, all you're looking at for most of the time is noticing in greater detail than ever before your mistakes and the things that you should work on. And I guess, as the phrase go, I am a work in progress, as is my martial arts. This morning I tried to create a little bit of a video in my hotel room about training and I was so disgusted at my technique and at how I looked and how I felt about myself when I did it that I had to delete it. And I guess that's the trap.
like I said, when I first started doing this stuff, of course I was looking for, I guess, validation. And it became quite addicted to whether or not I got a thumbs up or a nice comment and things like that. You know, it's always nice to receive validation. But then I realised that was kind of what I was doing it for. And to be honest, the reason I do it is because I enjoy the creative process. I enjoy doing something which allows me to work on editing and kind of creating moments video-wise, audio-wise. It's been a real journey and I'm self-taught. I've had some experience, but you know, I'm learning as I go. And for every video that I put out, every podcast that I do, there's probably about 60 voices telling me that I shouldn't. That the things that I say don't have any value and who am I to open my mouth. And I look at the people who are doing this stuff, who do incredible videos, super super high produced, incredible production qualities with a budget, and people who have this beautiful technique and have, you know, flawless cutter and incredible flawless ghee and perfectly white and tailored stuff and beautiful dojo. And, you know, I think that if I let that be the guide for what I do, why I do things and what I do, I suppose I'm never going to be happy. I, in a way, kind of feel it's important to keep doing it because it is so hard to do. All I'm trying to do is put out my own thoughts. And for some people, those resonate, and for some people, they don't. Martial arts have been extremely important to me, and probably early in my life were the only thing I felt that I had any ability or skill at. And then to take that which I take so very personally as being such a I guess a foundation of my life and then to put it in a in a forum where people can cast aspersions on it they can judge it they can make fun of it they can do this they can do that is actually really hard and it's really confronting but I think you get to a certain point or at least I try to get to a certain point where I realize why I'm doing it I'm doing it one because it's fun I'm doing it one because I would like to meet other people who enjoy doing the thing that I do because they may have something to share with me or a way of approaching things that I have never seen or have never considered. I think that considering the wars and the pestilence and the famine and all those things of, I guess, biblical reference that are happening in the world today, let alone the pandemic and all the problems that kind of confront our world global warming and you know lack of resources I think now more than ever it's important for us to reach out to each other and communicate ideas and communicate philosophies and find the things which make us the same as opposed to things which make us different being different is easy being being separate is actually quite easy finding something that you connect with someone you don't know and you have almost nothing in common with, that's the hard part, but that's where the growth happens. So I'm not under any illusions about this little podcast that I do. I am so grateful that anyone listens to it. My YouTube channel, I just keep putting videos up, and no huge contracts have come my way thus far. But I love doing it. I love the friends and the people that I've met whilst I've been doing it. And the opportunities that I've had to train with amazing practitioners and amazing people. And that's why I do it. That's why I put it up. 
And I guess I'm selfish in that regard because I do want to meet other people and do other things. My dream has always been to travel the world and to do martial arts and meet different people from different countries and cultures because I'd like to share my country and my culture and my upbringing with them. I'd like to learn about how they do this thing that we really enjoy, the martial art, irrespective of whatever style. Why do they do it? What brought them to it? What are the things that make us the same? And, um, you know, but it is hard when the thing that is generally in your way is yourself, or in this instance, myself. It's not easy. Because people call it the imposter syndrome. I call it the impossible syndrome. It's when we tell ourselves a whole bunch of phrases or we talk to ourselves and we say things like people like us don't do things like that and that in some way shape or form you're breaking some set of rules because you're doing something outside the norm if you have a podcast and a youtube channel and you have something to share with people irrespective of whether it's about martial arts i encourage you to do it and i encourage you to do it for yourself there's an author that i like called tim ferris And I've read a couple of his books, and he talks about how he decided to write the book that he would read. And this is hopefully a podcast that I would listen to. When I first started this, I never listened back to my podcast, because I hated the way my my voice sounded. I hated my accents, I hated the way that I breathe, and all these different things. But I'm gradually starting to listen back to my interviews and learn listen to what I talk about and have those sort of important conversations with myself. I think we can find a thousand reasons not to do a thing, but you only need one to start. I started with my phone and I'm sitting here in this hotel room so far across the road, uh, so far across the road, across the country from my family. It's pouring with rain outside, it's cold and I miss my family. But, you know, we're here having a conversation with a cup of tea about martial arts. So, yeah, I guess my message, if there's any message in what I'm saying, is that don't allow your perceived opinions about yourself become the reality that you live by. I know that sounds all very new agey, but I struggle with that every day. Anxiety and depression can sometimes get the better of me, and I can feel... My gosh, I'm just yelling into the void. And then you have these wonderful moments where someone will walk up and say, hey, I listened to your podcast, and it was something really special. And I guess that's the same thing with martial arts. We don't really see the next step because we're so busy striving. And there's lots of reasons to stop. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too big. I'm too small. You name the reason. I'm sure you have some sitting in the back of your mind but I want to say to you just start doing it start doing it and enjoy it and have fun with the creative process because that's what the Invisible Sensei is all about the Invisible Sensei is the voice in you that says you can when you think you can't and it's kind of that voice that dares you to do something which is uncomfortable and follow your potential to the dark place where you can't see that's what the Invisible Sensei is all about you have one I have one, we have one.
And you know what? If people don't like it, then that's what the block and the delete button are for, to be totally honest. If you have a voice and you have something you want to say, I promise you, it will be unique and something that no one's heard before because you are unique. And that's what we're here to do. What we're here to do is whatever we can to connect with each other. So do me a favour. Take some time, get quiet with yourself and listen to the voice of your invisible sensei.